0: Welcome to the Ellensburg Rodeo Podcast. We are in the bullpen with the Ellensburg Rodeo Directors. Now here are your hosts, Kerry Clift and Paul Woodside. Yeah, the world needs more
1: Welcome to Episode 2, which we are going to cover what happens on Friday night of the Ellensburg Rodeo. So with us, we have a really, really special, special, special guest. Jason Johnson from the Project Canine Hero, all the way from Tennessee. Jason, can you hear me now?
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored to be here.
1: That is awesome. So, what part of Tennessee are you in right now?
2: So, we have a uh, 177-acre facility, a rehabilitation rehoming facility for Retired police canines and military working dogs were in Marion County, which is kind of located about two hours south of Nashville, about an hour north of Chattanooga in the Whitwell Mountain area.
1: Wow. wow. So you are in the heart of country music.
2: Yeah, we sure are. Uh, we get up to Nashville quite a bit. We do uh, a lot of business there. Every January, we have a performance for Paul's concert uh, at the Nashville Palace, which is really famous. Yep. And um, right right next to the Grand Ole Opry last year, we had headlining Daryl Worley,
1: Oh, uh, yes. uh, along
2: with 21 other... Uh, music artist and uh, we're looking to put it on uh, again this year it'll, it'll be uh in january and uh you know for those who want to uh, learn more uh, just you know follow us on our social media pages the project and i here we'll be announcing all the artists and anyone visiting tennessee is welcome to come and join us at that event it's I, uh it's i like it that's country great. Music, so what we do
1: we're going to be there to end of september for uh a project that my wife has got going on but uh with us, we got Paul Woody Woodside, who's on our, uh, hello. he's a third man, a uh, rookie of yes, our uh, Ellensburg Rodeo, and John John Morrow's our uh, third year veteran, and uh, and actually, we had Darren Allen that's sitting and listening, and he's a, <laughs> what is he, a third year vet of the Ellensburg Rodeo, so uh, we got some good people here that dedicate their world to the Ellensburg Rodeo and the Patriot Night, and Darren was in charge of Patriot Night last year, so uh, before we get cranking real quick, I'm going to ask you a couple of personal questions of being that you're in Tennessee. So who's your diehard country uh, artist fan or, or you're a fan of? Is it uh, Waylon, or Chris Ledoux? What, what are you?
2: It's, it's definitely Chris Ledoux. I met him when I was a young soldier in Germany.
1: Right on. Uh, I was
2: a saddle bronc rider in the European Rodeo Cowboy Association in the 90s. And Chris came over in the spring of 96 to play for the Soldiers. And I met him at the Hanau Rotten Gun Club in Germany. Met his two oldest boys, Clay and Ned. I've been friends with him ever since. Uh, We took him out, showed him around town. Um, Me and a couple of the rodeo cowboys. And since that time, uh, I went on. I've met Chris a dozen times in my life. Uh, I've had their home number in KC since 96. It still works. And, um, you know, Chris always remembered exactly who I was. He, he, He's a good guy. he would remember what, what kind of business you're in, wh- what your goals were. And I've never met a more genuine role model or person to look up to in my life. And I'm not talking about being a rodeo cowboy. I'm talking about being a person. That's Chris awesome. Will do by far is yep. probably the most influential person, uh, role model that I've ever met. You know, what
1: what your story ties hundred percent to what we do at Ellensburg Rodeo, and he uh, he played here in nineteen ninety seven and ninety eight, and then Ned Ledoux started our concert series up about five years ago uh, mm-hmm. when we had a little bit of break. So we've had that Ledoux blood at the Ellensburg Rodeo, right. and oh, yeah. and then this year we got Chancey Williams coming, who who toured with Chris and good friends, very yeah. similar to what you were in. You know that's what you call real singing cowboys and real people. I agree. yeah uh, so Absolutely. You know, and uh, I mean, we got a whole bunch to cover, but th- this was just kind of a little soft spot because I knew I I I'd heard maybe rumored that you'd been a Chris LeDoux fan, and uh, oh yeah, what what a
0: what a what a great tie-in.
1: You know that guy is just phenomenal, and you know his monument in Casey, Wyoming. For all of those of you that travel through Wyoming, you need to go by and look at it because. Uh, here a couple years ago I, I drove through there and it happened to been on the morning of uh, my daughter and I stopped by there and uh, we got back in the pickup and the radio started and a Chris LeDoux <laughs> song came on. Wow. And it happened to been his birthday. Wow. And I'm That's like, mean. What what are the chances of that that we're at his monument? I didn't know it was his birthday. But, and then all of a sudden we get in his pickup and uh, Chris LaDue song comes on. And wow. it, uh, it was just, it powerful. was eerie. And, yeah, uh, powerful. Chris ledoux has got yep. some power, you know, in that uh, that American cowboy singing heritage yep. is awesome. So, without further yep, ado, I'm, uh, I'm going to. October
2: 2nd. Chris was born October 2nd, I believe.
1: Yep, yep. Mm. We were we were heading to a, actually a cattle sale in uh, Colorado. That's uh, how that all happened, but uh So we're going to, John, John Morrow, our uh, third-year veteran here, has got some uh, questions he's going to lead into and the history of the uh, Project Canine Hero. And then uh, I can do a little history on what the Patriot Night, uh, how it started and what it's all about. But go ahead, John, John.
3: Thanks, Kerry. I I do want to thank you a lot because you started Patriot Night. And I, I, I... it's a tradition that I hope lives forever and ever at the Ellensburg Rodeo. It's an important tradition. Uh, I I truly believe rodeo is one of the last patriotic sports in the United States of America. Hundred um, percent. I I we do not kneel for the national anthem, but we kneel for God, and I think that is an important thing. And I did not come up with that; Justin McKee did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just we are a very patriotic sport, and I I. One of the things we're gonna we're gonna pull off on that Patriot Night, not just the K9 uh, event, which is huge. Um, we're also gonna honor the United States military. The United States Air Force will be there with uh, color guard. They're gonna have a, a cadet induction, and we're also gonna be blessed with two F-15 fighter jets with afterburners cover- coming over after the uh, national anthem. And then we have the World War II military jeeps as well. So I'm I'm very happy with that. Um, so in terms of the canine program, this is new to me, and it's probably new to a lot of our, our listeners in the audience. Um, but before we get there, I need to recognize a person sitting across from me right here, Paul Woodside, who is one of our uh, Ellensburg Rodeo Board members. He, too, is a canine officer for Thanks, the Washington John. State Patrol. And I'm, I'm proud to know him and work with him, and this is an honor
1: so I'm just curious real quick, how did you get a Chihuahua in the k uh, project?
0: You know, we'll take any dog that wants to work, and uh, Jason can attest to this, and he'll okay. probably talk about it, but uh, we'll take anything that'll work. Now, okay. my dog is actually not a Chihuahua. Oh, I'm he's sorry. He's a Boykin Spaniel, little tiny. Oh, he's there, a little bigger than a Chihuahua. But uh, he looks like a Chihuahua. So. I'm
1: sorry. I, I was just curious. I, I mean... <laughs> You know, do to, to new, new here or there, there, no judgment on, no, on the no. power of a dog that yes, you have. Yes,
3: sir. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I will tell you a quick funny story. One day at the rodeo office, Woodside pulls up in his vehicle, and he says, do you want to see the dog? And I'm like, yeah, I was a little nervous, and he went to open the door, and I'm expecting a large German Shepherd to be maybe not happy with my presence, and it's a Chihuahua. He's a 27-pound Boykin Spaniel, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I we'll get into that later because I've got a couple questions around that. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: Jason, so,
1: have you ever had a Chihuahua in your your tribe yet?
2: No, we we have not. Okay, uh, but you know, if, if it was a police, an actual police canine or military working dog, and it served our country or our community, we'd take it. Dang right, love I, love that. Love, I love that. love it. I love that. Love it.
3: All right, tonight, Jason Johnson from Tennessee Project K nine. Thank you for being here. This is this is an honor um i would like you if you would take a couple seconds a couple minutes tell us about yourself about your program how you got this whole thing started and we'll lead into i get some i have some other questions too as well but if you would just take it away
2: absolutely man well first of all thanks for having me it's a real honor for me uh and i'll get into some of my roots locally there during what i'm about to tell you uh why it's important that i that I feel blessed to, to be attending this year. But um, I wanted to be a soldier my entire life as a child. My grandfathers were war heroes. Um, served in the Korean War, World War II, Navy, CB, and a Marine. And I knew I wanted to serve. So I went on to um, enlist in the United States Army out of high school. I wanted to be a military police officer. Uh, where I grew up in Michigan, I didn't know that you could be a, a canine officer. I didn't know that there was a military working dog program. I didn't know anything about working dogs. Uh, at all. And um, basically, uh, once I got to and started learning about that, I knew that's the career path I wanted to take. So mm. I served my five years in the military, got out, I went to work for the Puyallup Police Department in Puyallup, Washington, uh, not far from you guys. I worked the South Hill District. I worked, uh, I worked the fair every year I was there. Um, and I started uh, putting on the bite suit and coring for the Pierce County Metro K-9 unit. Uh, I started there in 1999. Uh, right at, I served in the Army from 93 to 98. And for a few years, and Paul knows this well, it takes several years to get in the K-9 program. It's not something you're going to do overnight. It's not something you're going to start and do. So it took me a few years of quarrying and putting on the bike suit. I had an opportunity to move across the state to Yakima. Uh, My wife at the time was an air traffic controller at Fort Lewis. And she got out and took a job at the Yakima airport. So I transferred over to the Yakima Police Department. I continued to work with the K-9 unit there. And uh, it wasn't too long after that where I met Paul and a few other state troopers in that area who had uh, dogs and the dog program with them. And I started hanging out with those guys and training and learning everything I could about detection work. Um, And uh, in 2005, we convinced our new chief at Yakima to start a narcotics canine program. And they hadn't had one previously to that. I applied with a bunch of other people and I was lucky enough to be selected. To uh, become their first uh, canine handler on patrol. And we went to the class of Washington State Patrol uh, that year in 2005. And uh, Paul was an assistant instructor there in our class and he and he helped us. And uh, you know, I ran through scenarios with him. Uh, he was an experienced canine handler at the time and uh, just a, a really good asset for me to learn from. And my dog Flash is what really started Project Canine Hero, uh, not right at that time, but I started that class in 2005 with another dog and that, and that dog didn't really work out. And, um, you know, that's pretty common sometimes in the classes, the dogs just don't take to the training. And we had a backup dog that one of the troopers had found up in Everett at a humane shelter who actually was going to be euthanized. He was only a day away from being put down. So they had taken a chance on the dog, including our class. And, uh, when I ran out of options with the dog I had in class, I started working this dog and we, we named her flash. And Flash went on to have a great career at the Yakima Police Department. She had uh, 2,200 deployments and over 3,000 fines in her uh, wow. nine years of service there. Um, so was Flash and-
1: named named after the Dukes of Hazard TV
2: show? <laughs> it- yeah, absolutely. So her awesome. name is Flash P. Coltrane.
1: Aww. That is her name. Well, I would assume she's not a bass, uh, because I did have a Flash myself. Okay. That was a No, bass but own. she
2: was a mix. She was a mix, like a lab German Shepherd, Australian Oh, really? Dog right, on. I think she, right on. She was a mutt. She yep. was a mutt, and, uh, you know, Paul will tell you, sometimes mutts make some of the best detection dogs. Yes, yep. sir. And And, yep. uh, you know, Flash went on to uh, to keep working there. But in 2008, I got recruited by... Uh, uh, overseas to work for the ambassador of the United States uh, become an explosive detection canine handler in Iraq and Afghanistan I took that job and I left flash behind and she went on to work with a few other handlers there in Yakima and after my service in Iraq and Afghanistan with the government uh, I was uh, recruited by the ATF and I went to work for the ATF in northern Virginia and I became a lead instructor at the National Academy and we taught agencies like the FBI the CIA the U.S. Marshals all the branches of the military And, uh, for six years I worked there. And during that time, Washington state had changed the laws, uh, when they legalized marijuana and changed some of the drug laws flash had to retire in 2013 and she didn't have a home to go to. And I was working in DC, uh, Northern Virginia. And, uh, they reached out to me and see if I could take her. And I flew all the way back there. I got her and I brought her back. And, you know, was working my government job and teaching federal agents. And I thought to myself, you know, here's Flash who seized all these millions of dollars of cars and drugs and and currency, just like all the dogs in the state patrol and a lot of the other agencies. And there's nothing in place to help them in their retirement. So in 2016, I got this idea to start a foundation, a nonprofit that was going to help retired police canines and military working dogs with their medical care, their food and their death benefit assistance. And we've Morphed that into our facility in Tennessee, and now we're helping with dogs who don't have a home to go to with rehabilitation and rehoming. And just today, we took in member number 185 from the Greenville County Sheriff's oh, Office. Wow. That's uh, a lot. Canine Rick didn't have a home to go to. We have dogs here at the facility. We have dogs from Washington State. We have military working dog Rosso from Fairchild Air Force Base in Spokane. Served the last two presidents, President Obama, President Trump, served Secret Service missions, served overseas Operation Inherent Resolve and Spartan Shield. And served the protecting the president of Japan. And when his service was up, he was going to be euthanized because of his aggressive behavior. Something oh. that the military and the government trained him to do. And, uh, you know, he's here living in his life. And we have a bunch of them like that. And that's really what the, what the organization is about. Uh, Project Canine Hero is an organization to make sure that no military working dog or police canine ever goes without the medical care they need. Or... They have a home to go to when they, no, when they no longer have a place to turn. And, you know, it's been a real honor for me uh, running this organization and founding it. Uh, we got so big in 2017, I quit my perfectly good government job. At that time, I was with the Homeland Security and uh, TSA. I was a field canine coordinator, which is kind of like a program manager for the airports with the passenger screening dogs you might see at some of the larger airports in America. And I, I, I walked away from that to do this full time. And we're now in our sixth year. Like I said, we have 185 dogs. We have our facility. Wow. We have over wow. 300 pending applications. We, I just had a PBS special come out on TV. We have children's books. We have all kinds of great things. Last year, we grossed $3.8 million in donations with 105,000 wow. 105, donors. Wow. Um, 88% of that was uh, in program services. We only had 5% in administration cost, and 7% in fundraising. So it took me a long time to get those numbers where I want them, but I'm very proud of them now. And uh, for me, uh, coming back, being a former Yakima police officer, uh, a canine handler and a SWAT officer there, uh, it was very close to home. I used to live in Natchez. I had a cabin out by the, the Y, uh, where 410 and Highway 12 connect. I had a cabin out there for years. And uh, you know,
1: You're out, me wow, winn Lake? Almost at Winn-Ass
2: no, 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 just right where 410 goes goes. Oh, up you're up,
1: uh, the turn off. Yeah.
2: Yep. Right up in there. I had a place it's there and a I small I, I world lived there the entire time.
1: My dad graduated yeah. from Natchez. So
2: yeah. So, you know, I lived there and you know, I used to attend the you know Ellensburg Rodeo as a rodeo fan as a former contestant and we didn't talk about this, but in nineteen ninety eight I rode in the PRCA. I was a saddle bronc rider in the PRCA. I did oh, okay. I didn't do exceptionally well, but I did ride uh, with some greats. Uh I mean, there's rodeos I was living in. I was still – I just got out of the Army. I was living down the southeast part of America, America, down like by Alabama. And I rode in stuff like the Georgia National Livestock Show and Rodeo with, like, Billy Et. Bauer, and Ty Murray and Dan Mortensen, Rod Haig, oh, Ben O'Neill, wow. all these guys. And they were outstanding bronc riders, and I was just a young kid who got out of the Army. So, while I was good, I was never good enough to beat those guys, which I'm sure a lot of people can say that. Well, this- and, uh
3: this yeah. this whole tie-in, I'm 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 amazed with. I thought I would come on the air tonight and talk strictly canine, but you are Ellensburg Rodeo. You are PRCA. That's what she, it's about. You are a cowboy. You are country music. This this impresses me a lot. Um, I am honored to have you at this year's rodeo. And, yeah, we're honored to be there. No, this is going to be a good thing. This is going to be a great thing. Um,
2: yeah. So that go ahead that's basically the basis of the organization and you know we're, we're just out here you know and, and paul he can attest he had a dog that had retired his his dog johnny ringo uh, we helped him in retirement just like we help a lot of other dogs uh, we've probably helped over 15 dogs in washington state but the one that we i probably want to talk about the most is K9 chief from moses Lake police department who's going to join us yep. at patriot night and he's the real hero yes sir uh, when you hear K9 chief's story and for those who don't know it, I'm telling you this dog is a hero of heroes and the people are going to be moved to tears when they hear the story of canine chief.
0: Yes, for sure.
3: And that one, that's why we're having you on here tonight. Yep. Exactly. Hey, I, I have a quick question uh, yes. for our, for our listening audience. Um, and, and, and you know, no, there's no stupid question, but does every, police department in the united states county city uh province does everyone have a canine program or or are there some that still do not
2: no there's a there's a lot of smaller agencies that don't don't have a program and uh you know it's a funding issue and it's a need you know Mm -hmm. um when we moved here to marion county tennessee uh where my facility is Mm -hmm. you know i've started talking to the sheriff and trying to help out the community because that's what we do. And they didn't have a K9 program. So last year um, my organization donated uh, $7,800 for them to get a narcotics K9, put it through training, put the handler through training and all the way to certification. And now this County has a narcotics K9 program to help keep illegal drugs out of here. And that's just something we gave back to, because we wanted to, but you know, there's a lot of smaller agencies that, that just don't have it. And, um, that's okay. I mean, you know, they, there's a lot of mutual aid where they can call the state patrol or they can call a neighboring county to or a neighboring city to help out. Okay. Yes.
3: Are, are there grants available uh, to help? help start <clears throat> There are, these programs? There, there
2: are. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So I worked in Homeland Security and I just helped okay. with a dog in Washington State named Canine Rex. Uh, I don't know if Paul knows Canine Rex, but he worked up in the ferry systems
0: Yes. and
2: Rex Rex recently retired and his handler couldn't keep him. And he needed to come here. And I worked with uh, Homeland Security and Washington State Patrol just last month to get Rex from Seattle down here. Uh, We vetted out a great veteran family, a military family, a government family from El Paso, Texas. They drove all the way here and, and they rehomed. We got them in a new home with a great family. And, I mean, that's just one example of something we've done in the last month. With the Washington State Patrol in the state of Washington, but those dogs work under grants with Homeland Security to protect our ferry systems. They get government money to protect uh, things, uh, you know, in and around airports, transportation systems, uh, things of that nature. That is great. Love
3: it. All right, Jason. Uh, one thing I really would like to ask you and talk about is Canine uh, Chief Moses Lake. Uh, that's going to be a big thing at the rodeo like you said it's going to bring a lot of people to tears maybe you could uh talk about that a little bit and people could get a little news ahead of time on this podcast before the rodeo and kind of play that up a little bit if you would for me
2: yeah absolutely canine chief is a uh, police canine who served at uh, moses lake pd and um on february 28th 2020 is when he made his uh final call of service. there was a couple of Moses Lake detectives and they, they located an extremely violent felon. They'd done a series of robberies. And what had happened is uh, the detectives ended up getting in a pursuit with him. And uh, during that pursuit, um, he uh, got out, the vehicle got disabled. Uh, K-9 unit, his handler, Nick. Uh, Nick had got up into the kind of front position and they began chasing the fleeing suspect. And while they were chasing him, The suspect had uh, pulled a gun from his waistband Mm -hmm. at a pretty close range and turned around to fire at Nick. And as he fired that bullet, Chief had jumped up and took that bullet right through his eye and shattered his jaw and uh, saved Nick from uh, receiving that. Uh, Wow. Which ultimately, Nick had returned fire and neutralized the suspect. Uh, However uh chief was not okay he he immediately went down he immediately had a lot of loss of blood mm. um they treated him at the scene uh you know uh, i had been in interviews with detectives in the past and they really felt that they were going to lose lose chief that night um they called their local vet there in uh, moses lake was dr jessica morrison mm. and dr morrison came out and uh treated him right at the scene got some meds into him immediately addressed the bleeding um They were able to get a uh, life flight helicopter, one used for humans normally, uh, given the circumstance. And they were able to get a flight to WSU in Pullman to the veterinarian clinic. And uh, Dr. Morrison was able to uh, keep Chief alive during that time until they got him to a team of specialists, which ultimately saved his life. And um, Chief uh, was able to actually recover. He came out of surgery. He lost his eye. Uh, His jaw was shattered. And, um, you know... There's a lot of video and things out there that people can look up. But when he came out of WSU, there was a there was a lot of people there cheering him on. There was a huge, uh, you know, police uh, parade, and uh, I think it was hundreds of cars that escorted him all the way back from WSU to back to Moses Lake. And when he got to Moses Lake, there was all kinds of the, the local citizens cheering him on.
1: That's crazy,
0: and,
2: uh, you know, mm-hmm. for everything. So I was actually know,
0: the, I was actually there for that day.
2: Yeah, Chief. Chief's going to be there with us, and, and Nick's really? going to be there. Uh, you know, so here's the thing, though. You know, Chief did his job just the way he was
3: Trained. supposed to.
2: Yeah. Very very heroic, yeah. very heroic. Yeah. And three months after the incident, Chief's retired. He can no longer work. His jaw was shattered. Uh, he can't bite like he used to. And so he retired. Now, those those financial responsibilities now fall on the handler. Uh, most of your agencies, city, county, state – don't have programs in place to help with the medical care, wow. no matter what happened to them. Mm. And so his department luckily reached out to me. I talked to captain Williams there. They filled out the application and we put canine chief in the program immediately. And we pay a hundred percent of his medical care for the rest of his life through project K9 hero. So, and that could result because chief was only three when that happened. He's, I think he's, Three and he was about three and a half. He just recently turned six yeah. here not that long ago. So he's still got a lot of life left in him. Oh big and time. um, you know, you know, he's still got medical costs, he's got special food that he's on. You know, who knows? There's still some things lodged in his jaw. Who knows what that's gonna be down the road? Mm-hmm. But we at Project Canine Hero are paying that. So when people look at Chief and look what he did for his community, a local community close to Ellensbury, close to home. Uh, just know that, you know, any money donated to our organization is helping heroes like Chief and the other 184 heroes that we have in our program.
1: That's crazy.
3: Well, I have to say, um, having you on this evening has uh, enlightened me a lot about this this project, this program, which I, I knew very little of. Um, and I'll tell you what I've come away with tonight is um, the canine is the hero, the patriot, as much as the officer, and I, I, I now know better how well that canine supports that officer, and in the line of duty, and it, it's it's so very important yeah. to our community and our safety, and I want to thank you a ton for being on this evening and for coming to the rodeo, and with Canine Chief, uh, we are going to have. Probably one of the best Patriot nights ever. Um, this is a big deal. And so I, I I wanna thank you a ton. I'm gonna learn a lot more about this. Um I'm proud to be part of this and it's it's been a it's been a real it's been very special to talk to you this evening. Do you have anything well, I appreciate else? Appreciate it. You have anything else you'd like to we're gonna see you at the rodeo, of course, and that'll be a special yeah, night. <clears throat> Anything well, else? Well, I'll just
2: encourage, mm-hmm. yeah, encourage all your followers to check us out on social media. You know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Project Canine 9 Hero. Uh, you'll see today for those watching, just another instance of what happened today. Uh, even though we took on a new dog from Greenville, we had a dog last night uh, go into the ER. He served in Blaine, Washington, with the Customs and Border Patrol, and he had a, a, a septic uh, a fluid in his abdomen. He's in the ER right now. That bill could be eight thousand dollars. Uh, again, so we're taking care of dogs all the time. You're going to learn about that on our social media. So I'd encourage all the listeners to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at project canine hero, see all the great things we're doing every day. Meet some of our heroes, check out our website at project 9 hero.org. We have all kinds of great swag on there: children's books, shirts, t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, everything you can imagine. Donate for some swag and just learn about, learn about what we do and all the things we're involved in from our act in Congress called the Canine Hero Act to our Canine Hero Awards to uh, our PBS special that we just had come out that really showcases our organization. So on behalf of the entire Packet Project Canine Hero, I just want to say thank you for having me on, and I cannot wait to get up to Ellensburg on September 2nd Patriot Night and meet everybody and really share my passion on why these Canine Heroes deserve for us to um, care for them so much after they've put their whole life down for our country and our community
3: i agree jason it has been a pleasure um i look forward to meeting you uh this will this will be a great night
1: so jason uh, i have to say when you know five years ago you had uh, a booth at mandalay bay and during nfr and uh there were some other board members that uh i was with and we saw the project that you were doing and i i I have a lot of respect for the amount of uh, passion that uh, you've put into the project. So, with that, I want to I want to give you just a little history of what you're uh, following, I should say. And so, in 2013, so we started the the Patriot Night 2013. That's when we uh, we honored some wounded warriors, the Wounded Warriors Project. 2014, we honored the Kittitas County World War II veterans. 2015, we honored the Korean veterans. 2016, we honored the veterans of multiple wars. So we actually had a handful of gentlemen that uh, did all three wars, which was amazing. That night was uh, teardropping and uh, very uh, surreal. Uh, 2017, 17, we did the Behind the Badge, Kittitas County Law Enforcement. 2018, Vietnam War. 2019, we honored Deputy Ryan Thompson, a local uh, guy that lost his life in the line of duty. And then 2020, we didn't have a rodeo. And then 21, <coughs> we honored the nurses that uh, were in front of this pandemic uh, that we've had. And going through... Hell that they did but so 2022 you are in a huge distinguished group of uh of honorary patriots into the Kentas county and uh we are honored to have you as i'm honored i'm honored to be there
2: that's a that's a long list of uh you know veterans and you know uh i didn't mention it earlier uh but um there was a deck of cards uh, back when uh, Saddam Hussein uh, was being was hunted in, in 2001, and the DIA came out with this deck. And Saddam was like the Ace of Spades, and all his generals and things were different things. Well, the same group of people who developed that deck of cards by Bicycle uh, a couple years ago came out with a Postman 11 Frontline Leaders deck, and I was honored to be named the Nine of Spades on that deck of cards. Oh, so yeah! Wow. Uh, it's wow. a, it's wow. an honor for me wow. as a veteran. To uh, not only a veteran, but as a former Yakima poli- police officer, canine officer, and SWAT officer, yep. to uh, be attending this and coming back somewhat to my home from Tennessee and being there with K9 Chief, who is hands down to me a local hero for all the state of Washington. And not only that, to, to the United States of America. Oh, totally. And uh, I, I can't wait to, uh, again, meet everybody, tell Chief's story, and just hang out with you guys tell tell stories about rodeo and country yep, music yeah yep. and, and and canine things and and really just uh share my passion for what we do
1: we're, you're gonna have fun you know this uh we're a small community but we're really big in in a sense and uh that night uh under the stars of uh kittitas county it is gonna be a yep. big and uh, there'll be every emotion that your body can handle uh, on Friday night, <laughs> Patriot Night. So, I have I uh, Mr. Woody here is gonna he's gonna talk about uh, what what you what you can expect through the whole day coming to uh, to uh, Ellensburg on Friday. We got a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, Friday night obviously the Patriot Nights are highlight, but let's talk about what happens during the day leading up to that big moment.
0: Sounds good, Kerry. Just before uh, we jump into that, Jason Johnson, Project Canine Hero, thanks again for being on tonight. Um, Those of you out there, our listeners, if you're looking to donate money, and we all do at some point, what what your thing is, I don't know, but projectcaninehero.org is a great organization to donate to, um, and uh, taking care of those canines that are retired and those handlers out there, so... Jason Johnson, thanks again, buddy. We will see you in a couple weeks. I know you got things to do, so we're gonna uh, move on to what we can do on Friday at the Ellensburg Rodeo. So, Jason, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank, thanks you, again. thank you, thank you, thank Jason.
2: you, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you soon.
1: Yep.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Bye. All right. Let's jump into Let's jump into Friday, gentlemen. Yeah, it's there. Uh, Ellensburg Rodeo. That's the day. That's the start of it all. Opening. We have the Opens. the opening. opening. Um, we say that's the opening, but we actually have no, the Thursday I concert. I know, I know. So you're uh, probably
1: hungover from Thursday. Uh, right? <laughs> Thursday, and
0: even Wednesday, we <laughs> yeah. have Best of you the You might best. be hungover from um, Wednesday. <laughs> and then we go into Thursday concert with Chancey e. Williams and Claire Dunn, and then we jump into Friday, and uh, Friday's action-packed. So anyway, let's start that off. So when you come into town, we want we talked about this on the last podcast, you might not be sure what to do when you come into Ellensburg on Thursday or Friday, but there's a ton of stuff going on. Let's start with Slack. Uh, we talked about Slack in the last podcast, and if you didn't get a listen to that, you can you can log into Spotify or Apple and, and check those out, episode one. Uh, we're on episode two now, but let's talk about Slack. At 9 a.m., uh, you can come into our rodeo grounds and watch Slack for free. Mm-hmm. And what that is is... Our rodeo contestants, our athletes, our cowboys, cowgirls. Uh, they're here doing their thing, and you can watch them. You can sit in our stands, and watch them for free. You might see some of the top athletes uh, in the country here during Slack. So let's go over Slack real quick. 9 a.m., you have breakaway, steer wrestling, tie down, team roping. You can watch all of those for free. So feel free to come on in, sit down. And uh, check that out. Grab some coffee and uh, find a seat. They're all free. Find the best seat in the house. After that, fair opens at 10. You can get into the fair for free with your rodeo ticket. Mm-hmm. And you can mill around the fair and check out John John's uh, prized apple pie. Apple pie.
1: pie. <laughs> 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 this isn't the moonshine. Hey, is this is a real apple pie. I yes.
3: took grand prize five years ago.
1: Is that Same. the moonshine part or the actual uh, apple
3: pie? We'll keep that a secret.
1: Okay.
0: Now, one thing you can do at the fair, besides see John John's prized apple pie, yes, is you can go over to the Kittitas County Junior Livestock Sale oh, at oh, eleven. Heck yes. yeah, heck yes. yeah, and check that out. Go yep. in the barn, yep. and or the the uh, arena area there yep. and watch Bloom everything go pavilion. down. Loom Pavilion, yes sir, and check that out.
1: You know, there's uh, some a lot of young four h kids that, have sh- that are showing lambs goats steers and pegs and they're selling them and uh support those local kids because you know that they're 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 our future you know that these are the future and get the egg yep and uh go support
0: them please support our youth and spend some money yep and buy some meat
1: Yep. yep i agree we'll give you a free beer token well, give you a free <laughs> yeah. check us out behind the shoots afterwards.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's jump into the performance. After you've been to the fair, maybe you've gone on the rides, the Ferris wheel, Midway, whatever you've done. Uh, we're going to go ahead and look at our performance. It starts at, uh, well, you can come in at around 6 p.m. to Section 9. Uh-huh. And we have a special guest, Hunter Styles. Playing there. What what this, is the story behind? Well, this or... is a first for us in Section Nine. We generally do not have music at all. Yep. but We're going to have Hunter come in do an acoustic set. Yep. Now we met Hunter Styles this winter down in Yakima. Uh, he's 19 years old. He's played at hundreds of venues. Oh yeah. I mean, this guy's the real deal. And he's 19 years old. Yes, and he's great. And uh, he
1: sounds like. The Waylon, the, yeah. the Chris, school. the Hank, the Merle Haggard, yes. all combo. But he's he's, a, he's his own guy, and he can sit there and sit with a guitar and sing all night long.
0: And this gentleman, he's the real deal. Yep. So come check us out, Section 9. You can come in, have a, have a drink, yep. watch Hunter, and uh, before we move into the main performance. Yep. And 645-ish, right around there. We're going to start Grand Entry, Patriot Night and everything out from rodeo from there. All your main events. Now let's talk about Friday night. Friday night is kind of the the little hidden gem that that not a lot of people know about. I personally like Friday night myself uh, for a family event, and I like to bring my family that night. It's a little cooler. Um, It's a lot of local folks. Yep. And I really like Friday night. That's the little hidden gem. So please come check us out Friday night. For the performance. Now let's talk about after the performance. Now things you just, you,
1: guys, you guys are not going to bed after no, the performance. No. You can't no. forget about
0: Aaron Crawford. Things yeah. are just Come getting on. started. We're we're just starting. Yeah. yeah. Now, Carrie, oh, yeah. Carrie, yeah. tell us a little bit about Aaron. You know, um, Aaron Crawford.
1: Uh, we met him eight or nine years ago when I was running behind the shoots and met him up at the at the brick in, okay. in Roslyn. And he was playing up there. Place. It is a good spot. And this young man, it was a lot of energy, a lot of energy. And uh, we're like, okay, look, how about you play Ellensburg Rodeo? And he he did that. And so, you know, he's been here. He, he touring all over the place. And then we are honored to have him back to play our Friday night, which is growing big time and it's growing even bigger because guess what we're making behind the shoots double in size. Yes sir. We're doubling yep. it for Thursday night. We're doubling it for yep. Friday night. Yep. So guess what folks? Yes, this boy is getting big in behind the shoots.
0: And he's gonna start off Thursday in the in our concert series behind the shoots. Then we go into Saturday, Sunday, mm. Monday. So it's gonna be nonstop. So yep. please come out and see us for Friday. Please stay for the after party behind the shoots. World famous behind the shoots. World famous. It's World gonna, famous. It's going to be expanded. Yep. And please come out and see us for Patriot Night. And honor our veterans, honor our, our yep. service members, our yep. first responders. Yep. And see the flyby, and it's yep. a big deal.
1: I, You know, you two kind of look like the sensitive type. I think you might even get a little tear in your eye that <laughs> night.
3: I think I, I think John I John did no, last year. No, I,
1: I he, he was crying like a little no, French girl. No, so. when
3: Justin does his, <laughs> his, his little prayer, yep. and then the anthem, You're and done. I'm out there holding the microphone for the singer, yeah. I have to admit, with sunglasses on, the tears are going down my face. You know, Friday, I, no, Friday you night's can't help
1: night help a special night, and I think yes, everybody needs to be involved with it because yes, it is. we bring it. Yep, Friday please,
0: night. Please come to Ellensburg early. Yep, yep. Please take in Friday. Yep. Please yep. enjoy Patriot Night and Aaron yep Crawford.
1: You know, and and I think one thing we haven't touched on, you know, especially on Friday night, the opening ceremony, you know, when the Indians come down the hill, you have the opportunity, as people in the stands, to go out in the middle of the arena and dance with our Native Americans. Yep, yes. So that is, so not everybody gets to be in in the ground on on rodeo weekend, right? Right. That is sacred ground, because that's contested. Yes, it is. But before this whole show starts, you have the opportunity to come down and join our Native American friends from the Yacomunian Nation and join them in a good dance out in the
0: middle of the arena. Heck yeah. And one nice thing about our rodeo, it's up close and personal. And when yep. Jason Johnson and Nick, uh, they come out with Canine Chief, you're going to be able to meet them, talk to them, take photos with them, and, and get to know them better. So it's a great show. We appreciate your time tonight with us, talking about Friday Rodeo, Project Canine Hero, Patriot Night, and all things Rodeo. Big night. Please come see us Friday, September second, twenty 2022, Ellensburg Rodeo.
1: And we're going to end this episode with some very good music from our friend Aaron Crawford that is playing with us on Friday night. Love it. So for all you that are listening from the Ellensburg Rodeo Podcast, have a good evening. Good night.
0: Thanks. Run away with me in the middle of the night. Miles of highway
1: ahead. We'll sleep when we're tired in the back of my Mustang. By
2: morning, we'll be across the state line.
1: Ellensburg Rodeo will be rocking the shoots this Labor Day weekend. It all starts Thursday, September 1st at 8, featuring country music star Chancey Williams with special guest Claire Dunn. The Ellensburg Rodeo, now one of the top ten rodeos in America, including the event of the year, the Extreme Bulls Saturday Night, right where it all began. Tickets are going fast, so get them while you can.
2: Call 800-637-2444 or visit ellensburgrodeo.com.